This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is ripping into the Biden administration for issuing a sudden halt to liquid natural gas permit applications. Tuberville is now joining 24 other Republicans in a letter sent to Joe Biden and to the U.S. Department of Energy following this executive order that was issued last Friday. That executive order tells DOE Secretary Jennifer Granholm to reevaluate the criteria that's used in granting permits for LNG exporting. The U.S. has been exporting more LNG than any other country during the whole year of 2023. These LNG exports bring revenue to Gulf Coast states like Texas and Alabama. In the letter, the Republicans point out that the decision was made apart from Congress and could have significant economic, environmental, and national security consequences to the U.S. and will only empower countries like Russia and Iran to step in and meet the demand for LNG coming from European countries. An Ohio congressman has come to the state of Alabama to promote the congressional campaign of Barry Moore. Congressman Jim Jordan, who is the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, delivered a speech in Robertsdale, Alabama, as part of the America First rally. 200 people showed up for that event despite the very rainy weekend that occurred throughout the state. In his speech, Jordan listed the crazy things that have happened with Joe Biden being in the White House, such as going from a secure border to having no border at all, low gas prices to high gas prices, a stable economy to record high inflation, and only girls being allowed in girls' locker rooms to now having boys in girls' locker rooms in the name of transgenderism. Jordan also touted Barry Moore's record and convictions, saying that he is very much like Donald Trump in that he completes whatever he says he will do. The chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall, says the battle in 2024 is for the heart and soul of this country. Wall spoke at the Marshall County Republican Women's Club, saying that what lies ahead is more than just a political issue, but a conflict between light and darkness. Wall also said that if the people of Alabama don't look at it from that perspective, they'll go into the battle unprepared. He says the Marxist agenda is very clear to destroy local communities, destroy the family unit, and destroy faith in God in order to gain total control through a centralized government power. Wall wants the state of Alabama to increase its national profile and lead the country when it comes to politics, the economy, and culture, and he doesn't think there's a better state to do it than Alabama. Be sure and check out the recent 1890 News podcast with host Brian Dawson as he spends time in conversation with Gerald Jones, a Birmingham native who heads up the Renew Birmingham in order to help local communities. Jones is now a faith leader in Alabama, but before that, he was facing a lifetime in prison for murder. And I come to stay with my great grandmother and she had a husband who was one of the pedophiles that, um, you know, had experiences with my mother and, and uh, yeah. so on and so forth. I never liked the man and I can't attribute anything to him doing something. I don't remember that. I just remember yeah. I just despised him. And so now I was grown. And so uh, we had a conflict. He threatened me and I stabbed him to death and had a spiritual experience immediately afterwards. I got away with the homicide. Uh, nobody was looking for me. Nobody could put me in the room. No, you know, it wasn't. I got away, you know? yeah. but I was ashamed of what I had done and what I had, of what I had become, just yeah. overwhelmed with guilt and shame, wanted to die. You can listen to the rest of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, three U.S. soldiers were killed, dozens of others injured, while sleeping at a U.S. base in the country of Jordan. The attack came from drones that were sent into that area by an unnamed militant group with likely financial and ideological support coming from the country of Iran. The names of the servicemen that were killed in this attack are not yet released to the public. Meanwhile, inspectors with the International Atomic Energy Authority are now reporting that the country of Iran will be able to manufacture 12 nuclear bombs within the next five months. The production rate of highly enriched uranium in Iran has now reached 60% and only needs to move towards 90% in order to be utilized within modern nuclear weapons. House Republicans on the Homeland Security Committee have offered two articles of impeachment against the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. The articles list a breach of public trust and willful and systematic refusal by Mayorkas to comply with federal law when it comes to those illegally crossing over the U.S.-Mexico border, and it also accuses Mayorkas of lying to Congress by claiming that the border is secure. A hearing is to be held this week by the committee to approve and finalize those charges, and House Speaker Mike Johnson is planning to hold a floor vote as soon as possible to further that process against 64-year-old Mayorkas. Republicans in the state of Oklahoma are not happy with the recent work of one of their senators. The Oklahoma Republican Party has now passed a resolution against fellow GOP Senator James Lankford for his involvement with Senate Democrats in crafting a border security deal. The state party is vowing to withhold all of their support for Langford until he removes himself from this deal and any future legislation. The move from the Oklahoma Republicans is coming after details of that border deal have leaked out. The details indicate that Langford is collaborating with Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to allow for 5,000 illegal aliens to cross over the border per day, which turns into 155,000 per month and a total of 1.8 million per year. All of those will be granted work visas. The Oklahoma GOP resolution accuses Langford of undermining rule of law with this type of border deal and also jeopardizing safety for American citizens and creating further invasion at the border. The GOP resolution opposes a path to citizenship for illegal aliens that is faster than the path for those who have sought to come to the U.S. through legal means. Well, here is the latest on the border issues going on in Texas, particularly at Eagle Pass, where Border Patrol agents say that they will not get into a conflict with the Texas National Guard over a recent Supreme Court allowance for the federal government to come in and remove the razor wire. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick spoke about this on Sunday on Fox Business News. So I was down there all day yesterday, uh, first to uh, let our troopers, our troopers, our DPS troopers, and our soldiers know that we have their back because they have Texas back and America's back. We have fine young men and women down on the border protecting our border uh, in Shelby Park, let me give you an example. We put up the wire, we put up containers, and guess what? A few months ago, 3,000 were crossing a day, Maria. Today, zero. Zero yesterday when I, when I left around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So we know what we're doing in Texas works. For the Biden administration and Joe Biden and Mayorkas want to come in and cut the wire, America has to understand their agenda is they don't care if people die if they make their goal. And what is their goal? To put millions of people into this country, one day turn them into citizens, and one day turn them into voters and take over the country. That's their goal, and we all know it. Donald Trump is putting to rest any rumors that he's considering Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as his potential vice president. RFK Jr. is running as an independent in the presidential primary after starting out first within the Democratic Party. Trump called the rumor fake news this past Sunday 
after Fox News ran the story. Chris Lasavita with the Trump campaign said on social media that no one from the Trump campaign ever approached RFK Jr. or ever will. The Trump campaign called him one of the most liberal and radical environmentalists in the country. Trump's legal team is going to file an appeal regarding the recent defamation trial in New York City with a jury determining that Trump should give $83 million to E. Jean Carroll. Carroll is an advice columnist who worked to pass a New York state law that would remove statute of limitation laws on sexual assault cases. Carroll then went on to accuse Trump of sexual assault that occurred some 35 years ago. Trump has repeatedly denied that he ever even met Carroll and calls her a nutcase, as well as indicates that she has very strange views on sex, as revealed by her dozens of social media posts and the fact she named her cat Vagina. The New York Post has written about a conflict of interest between the judge in this case, which is Lewis Kaplan, and the lawyer for Carol, who is Roberta Kaplan. The New York Post writes that both Kaplans were employed at Paul Weiss, Rifkin, Wharton, and Garrison Law Firm in the early 1990s. Roberta Kaplan claims that she never worked directly under the judge Lewis Kaplan during that time, but apparently a former partner with that law firm is telling the New York Post that Lewis Kaplan was actually a mentor for Roberta Kaplan. Trump's attorney, Elena Haba, called this whole revelation insane and a violation of judicial ethics and said this fact will certainly be included in their appeal. Judicial Watch is seeking to get more documents through the Freedom of Information Act from the U.S. Department of Defense. Judicial Watch is looking into a report from a military officer about a conversation to get rid of then-President Donald Trump. The alleged conversation was between CIA analyst Eric Kiramella and Sean Misko, Back in January of 2017, the military officer submitted a report to his superiors on the conversation that occurred during a National Security Council meeting. Real Clear Investigations also published an article on this testimony from the officer shortly after it happened. Both Misko and Kiramele were working within the Obama administration when Trump came on board and they were retained for national security and foreign policy issues. However, neither of the men were on board with the America First policies as detailed out by Lieutenant General Michael Flynn during that national security meeting. The military officer who sat in front of them claims to have heard them talking about how they needed to take out Trump by whatever means possible. Also today, Judicial Watch will be in court in Tennessee in order to get the manifesto belonging to the school shooter in Nashville who killed three adults and three children at a Presbyterian school. Here is Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. Uh, The Nashville Police Department has refused to turn over the manifesto and other documents about the case to our clients, uh, which include a former uh, sheriff in Tennessee and the Tennessee Firearms Association. Uh, Frankly, it's incredible to me that we've had to go to court Uh, to uh, gain access to this manifesto and other key information about this mass murder that's caused so much national consternation and concern. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 